I'm Spencer, and of course, we have our licensed clinical therapist, Naz. Also known as Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> Good old Bobby. You Good thought I was going to say Bobby. Dr. Naz, and I was like, no, it's Bobby. No, no, just Bobby. Yep. Uh, this is the Different Spectrums podcast where we talk about movie shows and mental health aspects that surround them. We also like to have some laughs, so don't take us too seriously. Or do. It's up to you. Almost forgot your line there, didn't you? I was paying attention uh, to all this stuff in the background. Yep. There you go. Also, don't forget to run up those likes for us. We'd really, really appreciate it. All right. So today, like <laughs> today, we're going to be taking a look at Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. I shall rule Mandalore. Mandalore. <laughs> nerd. That's it. Whatever, dude. I'm a nerd. You're a creep. We we work well together. <laughs> I own it. I accept it. <laughs> oh, Bobby is a creepy one. Bobby. <laughs> Don't let Bobby come out. <laughs> um, so we're going to be taking a look at today from the new show, Ahsoka, yep. by Dave Filoni, the one and only Dave Filoni. Uh, we're going to be talking about some some mentorship. We're going to be talking about some initiatives that some of the characters need to take. <laughs> We're going to be getting into it today, getting our nerd on, getting our Star Wars on. So, buckle up, folks. It's going to be good. There it is. Nas, anything before we get into the show? Uh, like you said, we're going to be talking, having some fun about Ahsoka, specifically Sabine. Sabine. And, you know, the trials and tribulations that's probably going through their mind, the mental health issues that's going through their mind, some grief, some imposter syndrome some anger some frustration some depression um mm. we're not going to touch on all those but that's what's going on uh and we're going to talk about therapist also a robot yes so it should be fun uh we're going to talk about autism so let's get into it let's let's have some fun and let's empower those uh, of us therapists that are neurodivergent on the spectrum and they do a hell of a good jobs of motivating and, and, and loving our clients or our Padawans. It would be so much We shall rule mental health. <laughs> I shall rule mental health. That's <laughs> uh, so stupid. What? And we we're are? so nerdy. Oh, we are. Yes. Uh, with that. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. Hey, everyone. Thanks for watching our show today. We just wanted to take some time to give a special shout out to our collaborator, Cat and Raven Design. They are a small queer owned business that specializes in LGBTQ plus pride soaps. They have great designs, some that even look good to eat, but don't. You can get 10% off your entire order if you use the code DSP or go to our link tree. Help support this great small business and help give back to a great community. Lost the map? Well, at least she unlocked it. Which doesn't do us a lot of good if we don't have it. 
She got us here. What are you getting at? I was wondering if you would consider bringing her back on as your apprentice. Maybe we're both past that. I think she could use some structure. And so could you. She's not ready. I'm curious. What makes someone ready? You just know. So do they. still have your lightsaber. Ezra's lightsaber. True, he constructed it, and by all accounts it served him well. Then he passed it on to you. You have since made your own modifications, so it is now your lightsaber. For all the good it did me. Have you kept up with your training? Obviously not. Well, perhaps it is time to begin again. I don't think that's up to me. Really? Explain. I can't train if Ahsoka doesn't want to teach me. That is an excuse, and a poor one. Hey, she quit on me. The past is the past. Move forward. Okay, but answer this. If you could have unlocked the map yourself, would Ahsoka have come here? Irrelevant. It's very relevant. Was I part of the plan? Was she going to tell me about Ezra, or was this little reunion hero's idea? General Sindula thought your insights would be valuable, and Lady Tano agreed. See? She doesn't want me back. She wasn't even thinking about me. To be fair, you have never indicated that you wanted to come back. Forgot how annoying you are. Logical. It doesn't matter. I never had the talent, the abilities. Not like Ezra. That much is true. Thanks. I have known many Padawans over the centuries, and I can safely say your aptitude for the Force would fall short of them all. Well then, I won't waste any more of her time. The only time you are wasting is your own. Hey everyone, I wanted to give a special shout out to our collaborator, Two Nerds Candle Company. Not only do they have great products, but they are also giving back to a great cause. 
You can tell that they take a lot of pride in making their candles. My favorite is Spock's Monday Coffee. They are also donating 10% annually to support Women in STEM, which stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. You can use our code DSP or go to our link tree to get 20% off your entire order. We think that this company is great, and we think you will too. So go check them out. All right, and we back again. And we live. Just as live as Ezra. We don't know yet, so we'll see. <laughs> it might be. It might be. He might I mean, be there. People get they actually showed like a person who's True. looks who's actually Ezra. So I'm assuming they're gonna bring him back. Something, you know? but maybe it's a flashback. But I'm still saying like Sabine just got stabbed with a saber and then like she's alive. So you know, you know, okay. no one dies in this. Oh, shit you know what? Before we get into the show, can we talk about how just being stabbed by a lightsaber doesn't God, mean no. anything anymore? Doesn't mean, anything. doesn't mean death at all. Doesn't mean anything. Nope. It can heal you. Qui Gon Jinn, only motherfucker who actually died. Yep. That's insane. Oh, Padme That's died crazy. of like sadness. So, I well, you can die of sadness. You can't die from a lightsaber going into your freaking stomach. <laughs> Mental health is serious in Star Wars, bro. It's so oh my serious. gosh! You you either. You either die from it like Padme, or you become homicidal like Anakin. Like mental health is serious. Or, or just fuel on rage like Darth Maul. That dude got <laughs> cut in half, and he still lived. I don't even. True. Yeah. I think that look. I think that might have been the first problem. Like I love the fact that they brought him back. Oh, I love but it. I loved it. But ever since then, everyone has been coming back from getting stabbed by a lightsaber, and I, I hate it. I yeah. really do, because there's no suspension anymore. I'm just like, they're probably alive still. Yep. Same with what's-her-face from Obi-Wan. Like, I was like, she's definitely alive, but okay. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. It's hilarious. Everyone uh, gets dead. It's not, it's not real. <laughs> it's, not, it's not logical. As we're gonna it talk doesn't about. make no sense. It don't make no sense. Well, <laughs> light swords don't make sense either. Well, you know what? If we're playing into that... Let's not do that. All right. That's just too real. Yeah. It's fantasy, but it's real fantasy. All right. Actually, technically, it would cauterize the wound. Shut up. Shut up. I don't want to um, hear it. I ain't going to lie, though. I know we're diverging right now, but it's fun. You know, these are our Monday pods, yeah. so it's supposed to be fun. But like, yeah. homeboy, when Darth Maul comes back as like a spider, schizophrenic, yeah. daddy long legs, that was literally terrifying. That was as creepy yeah. as shit. Yeah. It was like, of all, you can just make two legs. Why'd you have to make eight? I don't get it. <laughs> Why are you a spider? All Why are you a spider, a spider right now? Of all the things, you didn't have to be a spider. <laughs> Jesus. Was that Clone Wars or was that Rebels? That was Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Clone that Wars. was Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he comes back in yeah. Rebels, which was like fantastic as well. That was great. That yeah. was cool. I really love that. Um, so, oh, full nerd right there. Full <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So before we get into the show, please go check out our collaborators. Uh, we got, yes, we have all the collaborators. Bub's Naturals, Pinfinity, Cure Hydration, Silver Dollar Candle, Two Nerds Candle Company, and of course, Cat and Raven Company. That's a lot. But you know what? You can go to our link tree where we made it easy for you. You can just go on there and see how much of a percent you can actually get off. You can get up to 
from any one of these great collaborators of ours. So go check them out and see what you can get because they have some great stuff and they're small businesses. They're working out of their houses. Cat and Raven Company, they are literally working out of their house. So go check them out. They're all fantastic and they make great products. Um, you can use the code DSP20 or TSP, depending on which one it is. But like I said, go to our link tree and it says how much and which ones you can get your entire order off of. So go do that. And then we also have merch. We're making some new stuff right now. So uh, look out for that. Excited. Different. Yes. We're, we're sticking with different. It just feels good different period we like our periods now in the shirts yeah (laughs) so now that all of that is out of the way uh a little bit of backstory if you haven't watched all of clone wars slash rebels um main thing ahsoka ahsoka she is the padawan to anakin skywalker yes evil one um <laughs> cheers Jeez. while you drink your pina colada as i explain this um so <laughs> the show rebels um i'm not gonna get into all of it if you want to go watch rebels go watch it i'm not gonna explain every character but um sabine and ahsoka right so ahsoka like i said was the apprentice to anakin skywalker now sabine she is a mandalorian yes yes mandalorian um who also is training to become a jedi right and so um something that we've seen so this technically is the fourth or fifth season of rebels that's how dave filoni explained it and um, so at the end of Rebels, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn and Ezra, some of the two main characters, the antagonist and protagonist, get lost into space by these whales that can travel through time and space. Um, they're pretty cool. And you actually get to see them in the third episode. Um, but they get lost through space. And that was kind of the end of rebels right they get lost in space and then ahsoka and um sabine and hera are all trying to find ezra so they can bring him back um and this is where we kind of are within the ahsoka series is they're still trying to find him and ahsoka is now trying to find grand admiral thrawn so that then another war doesn't have to break out and start because the empire is already down and we don't have to worry about it anymore. But or do we? Or yeah. do we? Um, it's kind of like how we saw in um in the Mandalorian slash um what was it? Um no, it was the Mandalorian where um the Empire's kind of behind the scenes still yeah. still controlling stuff, and nobody really believes that the Empire would come back. Which I'm like, it's been like two years, dog. How do they not come back? You think after like the Nazis left, they weren't like, hmm, how can we get back into power here? Hmm. Yep. Hmm. hmm. Mandalorian. What's, what was the other series? Andor. Andor. They were coming. Andor. Back too. Yep. Andor. So actually, Andor was before the Empire left. Yeah. Oh. Yes. 
Yeah. That was before. So that was them trying to take down the empire. Oh, my bad. Mm -hmm. No problem. No problem. But yes. All right. So now I explained a little bit of the show. Believe me, mm -hmm. you're going to have questions. I know. It's, it's a long... We could spend like hours on this show explaining yeah. Rebels and the whole fucking thing. Believe yeah. me, we could. I got questions. I'm uh, not seeing it at all. I don't even know what the hell's going on. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, <laughs> why are they, why are they different colors? <laughs> all right. So, um, as um, Ahsoka and shut up, Ahsoka I'm and Hera. At my own stuff. I'm I don't like, even want to know. Why does one green? <laughs> They want blue. They want green. They don't make no sense. This is a Monday show, y'all. It's a Monday, Monday show, show, people. It's a Monday show. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Um, so Ahsoka and Hera have actually gone to a different planet to find these two Sith um, or two fake Jedi because yeah. um, they haven't explained them as Sith um, and try to find them. And during that... Um, Hera actually asks um, Ahsoka if she would keep on training Sabine, where Ahsoka tells her that she's just not ready. And Hera's like, well, what makes her ready? Well, you feel it not only with me being her, you know, trainer, but also she needs to feel it as well. She needs to know that she's ready to train. Yeah. Um, which then kind of goes into technically the next scene um, where Huang, I think it's Huang. We're going to say Huang. I might be wrong. Like racist. I mean, like it's a robot. Calm down. Um, played by a British dude. All right. Let's calm sure. down. Uh, uh, he tells Sabine that uh, she needs to start taking initiative and stop making excuses and just, you know, the past is the past, so move on. Which Naz has already pointed out, it might be, might be the therapist robot right there, the mental health robot. Depatizing on a Monday. This is Bing. And if you didn't know, that robot actually, um, so that robot actually helped young um, Padawans find their lightsaber crystals. And like to find your lightsaber crystal, you had to do like these little trials yep. and trying to like survive. And I'm like, damn, they just <laughs> are they about to kill some <laughs> young Padawans? Yep. Anakin style? Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yes. All right. So with that, um, what did you think of what did you think of this scene? Why'd you pick this scene in the first place, Naz? Uh first reason I picked it because I was watching it. I'm like, all right, sad moment. Mm -hmm. Self-doubt with Sabine. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden this robot comes out of nowhere and just starts like therapizing, baptizing her with like some truths and poking mm -hmm. holes in some of her flawed negative possibly irrational mm -hmm. sabotage you know thought process uh mm -hmm. i was thoroughly surprised to see that mm -hmm. i think other people may see it as not a big deal not a big scene but to me that scene is me for six hours out of the day mm -hmm. so i want to have some fun later on and and talk about that 
and and, and <laughs> how kind of cool that was to see. You know, me and Spencer were joking. You know, it's it's a robot, but this robot is a smart robot. Yeah, this is one of them. Would you say them Jedi robots? It's a Jedi robot. Yeah. He know all the tricks. He know all the tricks. Self doubt. <laughs> you know how many Jedi you seen? Self doubt is like his middle name. At this I know. Point. He knows. Yeah, imposter syndrome. Like he knows. He knows how to push people. He's uh, right. he got all the cheat codes. He got all the Grand Theft Auto cheat codes. Up down left left square triangle button. I don't think kids know what cheat codes are now. No, why not? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn. I never had um, to go through like the cheat code book and be like, ah, oh, this game, let me get this. <laughs> no, everyone wins, man. <laughs> um, I just think I, I just really admired the the way he was to tactfully um, push mm-hmm. Sabine, but also Sabine was like, you little shit, because he was actually being kind of negative and derogatory. Mm-hmm. But as you said, Jedi works with folks. He understands these ways, right? He was there with like Yoda. Um, mm-hmm. Like he he knows how to talk and maneuver and to motivate people. He knows how to do that better than folks that are therapists. Mm. But he does it very logically, very sharply, as yes. I do when I'm working with my students. Why? Because my logical ass is neurodivergent as hell, and I like to kind of pierce through the BS after I coddle. Mm. After I coddle, after I soothe and validate and affirm. I'm gonna go into story time now. I, I was with a human, and uh, you know, you know, some stuff's happening. And I never seen this human angry. And since they were angry, they were frustrated, and they broke down. And it was truly sad to see this human break down. And so I got choked up a little bit. Mm-hmm. We continued things. We talked. I realized that I had to spend a little bit more time, so we went over. And as they settled down and stopped, you know, crying, so we have to write this letter. Well, I don't want to write a letter. I can't do it. I said, we need to write it out. I need to get those thoughts out of your head and onto paper. That way you can go to sleep and just chill. Otherwise, you're going to keep looping. You're an anxious individual. You're neurodivergent. It's just going to keep looping and looping and looping. We get it out on paper, but then it makes it real. It's already real. It's already a nightmare. Hmm. Let's put this on paper. So we sat there. And they go, I don't know what to say. So I started saying some stuff and articulating some stuff that was quite powerful. But it was literally everything and what they told me throughout the entire session. I just synthesized it, gave it real pretty. Now it's their job, as someone that's, you know, difficult to find words, to edit it, make it their own, visualize it, do whatever they need to do so that way they can regurgitate it to the individual they need to say it to that's emotionally hurting them. Or they can just take it, throw it away, and then move on with that. I don't care what they do with it, but they need to get it on paper. Because they can't let this alexithymia inability to identify emotions just stew in their head. They can't just keep stewing and stewing and stewing. They're gonna they're gonna suffer. Right? This is whole thing with Star Wars. You're gonna cause suffering. Mm-hmm. But in there were some very sharp moments. Uh and she goes, I don't like you right now. Mm-hmm. I said, You don't you don't pay me to be your friend. You pay mm-hmm. me to be your therapist. And then we handled business. And then, uh, you know, they continued to cry pretty hard through some of the stuff. But I trust them and I have faith in them to do what they need to do. Uh, as he said when he handed that, that lightsaber over. Mm-hmm. 
you're wasting time. Mm-hmm. Take the saber. Do what you need to do. Don't waste it any more time. Wasting time means you're just going to allow yourself to be hurt over and over. And someone right. that's in a relationship or friendship or, you know, academia or in the business world, what is that word I'm looking mm. for? Industry. Yeah. Wasting time can cause pain, can cause money. Can cause money. Um, so when you were first starting out as a therapist, did you find it hard to kind of tell people like the hard truths uh, at first or was it kind of easy for you? It depends on the connection with the human, homie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you feel connected to your therapist or if they have the ability to maneuver in and out of conversations, you know, as we talked about with our previous podcast hosts like uh, Christine or, you know, Lacey or Mandy or, mm-hmm. you know, Anna Maria, all these folks that we've talked to, all these wonderful individuals, all of us can get away with certain things. All of us can say certain things. But it can't mm-hmm. be too far outside of your character. Otherwise, it, it's weird. But with mm-hmm. me, being sharp, being large, allows me to be goofy, be funny. Also, mm-hmm. allows me to be a little bit ghetto. And then I can sw- swer- swerve back into directness, bluntness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you learn it. But the thing is, as soon as you know you've got that, per- you've got that person, you are intertwined with their mind and their story. Mm-hmm. It's a big privilege, kid. To know yeah. that you've got someone's life and mind in your hands. And so, yeah. you know, you can be pushy, but then you got to be careful as well because you can't push people to break. Mm-hmm. For those of you that are therapists listening to this, which many of you are, you know, you can't push people too far because, you know, I can do emotional and trauma work. I've done already done that work. You know, it's it's easy for me to go through these things. But not mm-hmm. everyone is as mature and as wise and has been through all this stuff. And so other people go at their own speed. You mm-hmm. got to meet people where they're at. And so I used to push people too fast, Spencer, and they would fall apart in my office. Mm-hmm. You know, I would re-traumatize folks, you know, inadvertently because bringing up certain stories, right? You got to be very slow and cautious with some of these more trauma stories, triggers. And you got to be careful with the teasing too. Mm-hmm. Can't tease too much. Uh, who were we just talking to? They said, oh, we were talking to Christy. And she mm-hmm. said she got her laughter and joking from her father uh, on the podcast that we did about Jack. And there's there's a great place for humor. Then also it needs to be business. Yeah, We got to make sure that we get this kid to a better life. We're not there to be friends. I'm there to get you to the next place in life. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it was difficult at the beginning, but now it's, now it's fine. And I can't wait right. as we get further in. We're going to talk about the scene more. I'm going to talk about a specific individual. Yeah. So, kind of getting to the scene itself, right? Um, I actually just looked it up. It's Huang. I was like, Huang. I knew Huang was wrong. Huang. Shout Huang. out to Huang. 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 <laughs> Good old Huang. Um, so, yeah. kind of looking at, and it's it's interesting to see because um, I think she really takes um, his insights to heart because um, she said it there she, in the scene i mean she said that you know i just hate i just like hate you sometimes because mm-hmm. she just he tells the real he says a logical point instead of it being like kind of more of an emotional point which sometimes you need emotional but sometimes you yep. do need that logical right um 
and and in the third episode um he actually gets shut off and like sabine's just like is he okay is he okay can we i need your like your guidance right now and stuff like that and um it's very interesting that's how you can really tell she's really grown a fondness for him um so kind of delving into the scene what what would you say um is your favorite part of the scene kind of going into it so there's two scenes in one technically uh you know right. the first one is good because it shows a mentor or a teacher or a parent a caregiver mm -hmm. it shows them disgruntled or frustrated it shows them apprehensive to continue teaching mm -hmm. yeah and obviously Ahsoka's very wise and they're probably one of the, uh, one of the best Jedis uh, there probably ever is or was or will be. Um, mm -hmm. And it shows that frustration and apprehension to take someone under your wings. I think that is an awesome thing to point out. I think the next one is you see Sabine vulnerable, mm -hmm. scared, ashamed that she allowed herself to get beat, guilty that her best friend died, mm -hmm. grieving that her best friend died, Excited that her friend might be alive, but also terrified that her friend might be dead. Mm -hmm. You see the air, the character act all these different things out, and it all comes out as insecurity. Mm -hmm. So we see someone who's insecure, but there's multifaceted in what this individual feels. And so mm -hmm. when you're working with clients, like I was a couple of days ago, uh, she's like Sabine, being, uh, what do they call it, deflecting, talking about this and that, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, and acting like they're frustrated and angry. And I cut into a student. I said, after 20, 30 minutes, I said, man, I don't even know what the hell you just said. He looks at me. So what do you mean? I said, you ain't do nothing but say a bunch of goddamn words in the last 30 minutes. Mm. He said, well, that's therapy. I said, no, 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 man. You've been looping and looping and you're philosophizing and you ain't literally said shit. You haven't given me no details. I can't even help you out because you're just in here running your mouth. Mm -hmm. Word for word, I promise you this is what I said. Yeah. And the boy was like, Hey, are you a nerd? Do you like pins? If you're like any of our followers and you said yes, you should check out our collaboration with Pinfinity. They have Power Rangers pins, Transformers pins, and for all of our bronies out there, My Little Pony pins. Go check out our link tree or use our code DSP to get 20% off your Pinfinity order today. How dare you talk to me like this? Mm. I said, I can't help you unless you let me in, kid. So what is really pissing you off? He said, you want to know what's pissing me off? I said, oh, this motherfucker about to punch me. <laughs> well, don't fuck with me now. I got to no, you go. Yeah. I'll throw one of these stuffed animals at you then what? Get your ass concussed. Yeah, that's what. You're one of those like squeaky toys. <laughs> it's just one of those putty like slime. <laughs> and now what? Got you. Now you got you right in the forehead. You it. Uh, you got nice. Um, and person tells the story, and they mm. get very angry, and mm. very upset. And I'm like, whoa, this is good. And then they give me the beans. They give me things that they've never said to anyone ever. And I wasn't pushing them to go like this. I didn't think this was coming out. I'm just saying you're intellectualizing things too much and we need mm -hmm. to get about how you feel, 
How do you feel? Mm-hmm. Get to the rawness. What, the, what's actually going on? What are you holding back? Because I can tell you're you're holding back. It's just cannon fodder. Mm-hmm. Neuro, probably a neurodivergent person as well. Uh, I'll figure that out in the coming sessions. First, we need to work through some trauma. And then we get the story and I figure it out. I synthesize it. I get all the wonderful details and emotions and thoughts and feelings and complexities. And then I put in some of my stories and then there we go. We have one of the biggest breakthroughs that they've ever had. And they've been Mm -hmm. having therapy for two years. First time I've ever Mm -hmm. seen them. Biggest breakthrough ever. Two years. And so Spence, you said, where's the line? I might've crossed the line a little bit. I also was very tired. I was astronomically tired. I think I had probably four hours sleep because I was doing this stupid stuff for my taxes. Um, right. And it was the end of the day, and I and I was falling asleep, and I just had my lunch, and it was, it was intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I woke up. Yeah. Because my mind was running. And so why do I bring this up? Because sometimes we need to find the emotions and the insecurities and the pain. Some people deal with what would happen if life was like this or what would happen if life was like that. Sabine is wondering, you know, why was it Ezra? There's survivor's guilt that Sabine could be feeling. There's mm-hmm. so many different things. And so this scene was very impactful because now it's time to move forward. Mm-hmm. And Nas, the skinny little robot that's been around for ages, uh, mm-hmm. Says, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, maybe you're not the best. But what the hell does that matter? Is it is it time to just give up? Because if you give up, you die right there and then. Or we can keep moving forward and you never know what happens. Right. That robot, to me, that was awesome. It was just awesome. That was the perfect. I literally saw my big self sitting mm-hmm. there preaching to someone like, I can't help you unless you want to do it. You just got to show me a little bit, and I got the mm-hmm. rest for you, homie. Gotcha. That was yeah. my favorite. Favorite, like, yeah. parts. I would say that's great. Also, on a Star Wars standpoint, I just, I really like it because we went from somebody kind of like Ray, where they're, like, just good out of nowhere, just raw good, right? Raw like, potential. Oh, the potential. Like, the best Jedi ever, just out of nowhere, right? And that pissed a lot of people off. Pissed me off a little bit. But that's why I kind of like this character, Sabine, right now. Um, because she's being told, like, you're not the best. Like, you're not. You're not even, you're not even, like, second Dude. best. You're the worst. You're, you're literally the worst. You're quite bad. You're the worst Jedi I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> and because <laughs> I'm a fucking Mandalorian. What am I supposed to do here? <laughs> I was taught to just shoot things. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I got jet. Pack. Ride a jetpack. That's all I got. Yeah. The button. Um, but I think that's. I think that's a great point for uh, Star Wars um, because we kind of need those characters that um, build up to something instead of just being already built great and have no real tribulations at all. Um, yeah. Because all of us, and we've seen best. Sabine, you know, we've seen Sabine go through some shit, right? But um, I think it's good in live action that we actually see that. Um, but yeah, so you're right. She's yeah. been through a lot, man. Think about the trauma, right? She created these things to mm-hmm. help out her planet, and then they ended up using it against her own people, and she lost, mm-hmm. you know, almost everything on Mandalore and her family and respect and her clan. 
Mm-hmm. And there was that wonderful scene that we did in the pod a long time ago when she's she's like breaking down and crying. I lost mm-hmm. everything. And then she loses things again. Yeah. Yeah. It can make someone suicidal, it can make someone very depressed. Yeah. It can make them not be able to wield a lightsaber. A lightsaber. Um you're right. Uh, it's portrayed very well. Yeah. And her yeah. acting in it so far is pretty good. Yeah. Because she should not be very secure and confident. Yeah, like Ray, she should be very dowdy. And if oh, we're yeah. being honest, mm-hmm. Spence, everyone likes a come up in story. Because yeah. all of us watching this are probably underdogs. None of us are one percenters. I mean, and that's how we've come up, especially like personal lives. Yes. Star Wars. That's how we've always come up. It's like the people like a random ass person from the desert became the greatest Jedi ever. He did. Yeah. And, you know, he built his way up to that and he lost. He lost a lot of people. But then he also gained family and stuff like that throughout the whole thing. Um, And. And something I should note here, too, is that Sabine is very mad at Ahsoka because Ahsoka left her, right? Left her for her own thing, just kind of like how Anakin left Ahsoka. Or no, she left Anakin, right? To his own devices. And maybe, and she still has that doubt, too, that maybe if she stayed and, you know, was part of Anakin's life and stayed in the Jedi Order... He probably maybe wouldn't be Darth Vader. Yep. Maybe there's always that maybe. Um, so I think it's two people going through survivor's guilt and then also kind of going through um, being left and abandoned also. So yeah. the story I just talked about, you know, the, the human said things would have been so different if, 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 if the family just did this could have mm-hmm. been, it could have been, all knowing knowledge, all this stuff, I could have been. Like I said, okay. I said, I remember I used to think that too with with me in my life. Mm-hmm. If my father wouldn't have gotten in trouble uh, mm-hmm. and made different choices, I'll be me and him already talked about this. Um, you know, maybe we would have been good money and wealthy and happy and houses and all that. Maybe I would have been a psychiatrist instead of a counselor. Maybe I would have been a medical doctor. I used to think about these things. I used to think about what life could have been. It made me very angry about life choices, parents. Mm-hmm. You know, why did we have to lose things? And then I remember having this conversation with Pops. He said, yeah, you probably would have been with me and you probably would have been an asshole. You probably would have been slinging and, and conning and hustling and, and you would have been probably dead or in prison. Uh, mm. I said, okay. And so I remember thinking in college, too, what would happen if I kept playing ball? I was good at ball. Mm-hmm. I was actually very good at ball, playing football. And I decided to quit because I needed to work on my academics because I'm like, I ain't going pro. But I could have had a lot of fun, though. Just mm-hmm. fun. But then, you know, I think about, I probably also would have had so many different concussions. I had a concussion first day of college practice. And I probably would have had CTE and been like, you know, all messed up in the head. And who knows, could have hurt someone or my own family. Could have been running around mm-hmm. naked like some of these NFL athletes are now. Yeah. Like the average uh, age of them is reduced by 20 years because of the head traumas. So I used to think what could have been. And I also think about life is pretty good now. So maybe it happened good. Maybe I am the best version. Ooh, like the podcast we did on ADHD with the... Uh, 
ADHD round. Everything, yeah, everything all at once. What was it called? Yeah, everything everywhere all at once. Maybe I was one of the better versions that win. And so these, mm -hmm. some of these things hit home with the kid, you know? Uh, yeah. Some of these things hit home. He said, I got a lot to think about. I said, yes, you do. I said, mm -hmm. I want you to think and have some empathy and some respect for the people that you said you dislike. Because you're not them, and we all make the best choices that we can in the moment. So did Ahsoka, so did Sabine. Mm -hmm. If you would have known what was going to happen, you wouldn't have made that choice. Yeah. But a lot of my folks that are super anxious and, you know, are neurodivergent, they loop and they loop and they loop and they become obsessive. And that can lead to lots of depression, lots of anger, lots of resentment, lots of negativity, lots of suffering. Mm-hmm. And so the getting in that looping, that autistic looping is is horrific. And we have to break the cycle. Another reason why I enjoyed that robot is because he just reminded me so much of myself. Mm -hmm. So wise, but kind, but sharp. Yeah. And students look at you when you're sharp and they're like, you son of a bitch. And I said, hey, I'm good at my job. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Someone sent me an email today and they said, you know, after what you said, I put two and two in together and you're right. And I sent the email back. I said, I hate when I'm good at my job. <laughs> you know what? I'm the best. Uh, Just remember. One, one of the good ones. One of the good One of the good One of the good ones. Um, <laughs> I think something that was interesting is if we backtrack, Spence, and then you can even chip in on this uh, too. Hmm. You know, yeah. Uh, what what's the lady's name? Uh, the green lady. The bean. No, the Ahsoka? green lady. The general. Oh, Hera. Hera, General Hera. Yeah. Yep. She's a general now. Yeah. Um, so she says, "When do you know when someone? How do you know when someone's ready?" And Ahsoka's just looking at her, all stoic and like you know, wise and stuff. You know, calm down, girl. Calm yeah. down. You, every everyone you love died, so. You so, thought you were going to throw me off with a heck dumbass question? <laughs> really? I was Anakin Skywalker's apprentice. You yep. think that's going to throw me off, bitch? And, how do you know when someone's ready, man? Uh, mm -hmm. It's so weird because there's actually like no statistical output to see when someone's ready to make real changes. Right. It's just a feeling and a vibe. So Sokos is right. Yeah. And you can kind of see it sometimes where people take action. I love my clients that are like, I'm going to do all this. I got it. And then you got some clients that think that they're going to win therapy. It's the funniest shit. Yeah. I'm like, dog, you calm down. Like, you're not going to do all this shit. Like, you know, I ain't got no more. You got any more homework assignments for me? Like, no, motherfucker, just go out and play. <laughs> Damn it. I want to stay inside and do more work. Yeah. I'm like, this is a no. What other, like, things you got for me? I'm out of shit now. I'm not, I'm, if you're thinking about all this other stuff, you're good. You're, you're good. Fight a coop. Uh, I'm thinking about one human in general. I'm like, brother, you're good, man. You got it. Mm -hmm. I'm sad. Well, you're sad because you're lonely, and I can't help you with lo loneliness. You need to go find some people. Mm -hmm. um, but that ready question, maybe you in your life, uh, you know, I don't know if there's certain moments where you're like, am I ready? Like when you ask, maybe when you ask your partner out, you know, do you, you don't know until, you know, I asked a student yesterday, 
how did you ask them out? How did you know when it was time? He's like, I don't fucking know. I had to see them three times and have three, three hour conversations before I asked them out. Hey, at least you did it. Yeah. I don't know about all that. Um, I would definitely say that, yeah, it's something you just kind of feel and you're just, and I think a lot of people are kind of afraid to take a step forward with somebody like that. Well, I was just like, I like this person. I like hanging around them. Let's just, See where it goes. See what happens. Would you like to go mini golfing with me? That was the first date. That's hilarious. Um, But yeah. And honestly, if somebody wants to stick around and take my bullshit, I'm like, well, you must be. (laughs) You either crazy or you really like me. (laughs) Maybe both. Probably both. Probably both. (laughs) Anytime anyone sticks around me, I'm like, detected. Oh, I met a guy at, at, the, at the gym today. So I, li- I like this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I should. <laughs> Let me stop. You're autistic, ain't you? Why are you putting on the plates <laughs> at the same at the same angle? It doesn't make sense. You don't need to do that. You don't yeah. need to do it. But you hey. remind me of Colin. <laughs> That's uh, your mold for like your best friend, buff white guy, yep. who doesn't talk. <laughs> I like him. It sounds like a friend. But you're right, man. Ready is it's like a gut thing. Yeah. I think if we're thinking ready for therapy, though, that's different. Or ready for it change. Is. I think that a lot of people hit that when they're. Sometimes they say rock bottom, financially strapped, or right. Maybe it's it's in the danger of like I got to make some money to help out my family. It's usually some type of like motivator that pushes you. Could be external, mm-hmm. doesn't last long. Could be internal. But ready for change, I think that's it's different for everyone, mm-hmm. and I can't explain it. And so that's why I wanted to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Suspense. I think we're gonna try and do this from now on on the pod. Thinking mm-hmm. about it, asking people questions. So those of you out there, <laughs> how in the hell do you know when you're ready to do something? Is it a gut? Is it a butterflies? Is it confidence? Is it, it, it's just time? Is it, is it shit or get off the pot? You know, uh, I wonder what y'all think. When are you ready to actually create change or to do something or to draw or to sign up for a different class to go on and ask someone out? When is it that you think you're ready to start Mm -hmm. your self-care regimen, to finally go to the gym, to start drinking more water? When is it that you think you're ready. What pushes you to be ready? What's the preamble? What is the warm up to being ready? And how do you know when you hit it? For me, I get spurts of things. Sometimes it's the pressure of things. A lot of different things that gets me ready. If we talk about dating, I usually know after just a small conversation. And then, yeah, sometimes it's a sense of humor. I'm like, damn, funny. Yeah. And they're funny looking too. That's my favorite kind of woman. Her looks are just like her humor. Her funny. Looks just like her humor. Yeah. Ain't got no teeth. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, she got one eye too. She's just a hobgoblin. Okay, okay, okay. She, is that Popeye? Are you dating well, yeah. Popeye? What are you talking about? Girl, why you look like Captain Hook? Why are your forearms so big? 
How do you have an anchor on your forearm? Spinach. Uh, <laughs> so I thought that would be something interesting to ask folks is when do you think that you're mm. ready? When do you know that it's time? Because Sabine obviously doesn't know. Yes. And I would assume in this movie, Spence, I'm not sure if you if it happened in, in episode three, but I assume eventually she's going to be ready. No, it's that's not going to happen until the end of the show. Okay. I I think, um, maybe when Ezra, if he comes back, I think that's when she'll like really step up, be like a protector, stuff like that, like kind of like a big sister. Um, that's my thoughts. That's why I think it's going to happen. She's done but... it before, before all this stuff. She'll step up to the plate. Yeah. I mean, she's a badass. Yeah, and now she's just kind of getting back into practice because the third episode's a little bit about her actually like training and things like that, actually um, starting to get back into uh, being a Jedi and things like okay. that. So Ahsoka's actually starting to train her. Okay. Um, so, yeah, she'll get back into it and she'll do it at some point. But, you know, and then she'll probably beat the one person who stabbed her in the stomach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't, That's going to be a duel, 100%. Yeah. 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 Um, but everything will, everyone will live though. So, of course, gotta, everyone must live. Can't, how can you even die from a lightsaber now? I don't know. Disney don't, you can't kill no one in Disney. Not anymore. Apparently not. You can stab them multiple times, but they won't die. They should join the podcast. We love stabbing people. <laughs> Again, we don't condone stabbings. No, we don't condone stabbings. If you stabbings. have a lightsaber, don't stab somebody with it, please. <laughs> Okay, um, I was thinking in context of when you're ready and when you finally start making these changes, you know, a lot of my clients will come into therapy, you know, they're ready, but they're not, they don't see the end. They don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. They're scared. They're worried. They see, they have no hope, right? And, you know, it's it's intriguing that, you know, Today, I got to gas up a human, but they gassed me up and they affirmed me. So this is story time. Uh, I've already said two stories, but this is something to help out a lot of folks that are neurodivergent too. Mm -hmm. As you know, a lot of my clients will come in with severe depression, isolation, bullying, you know, emotional abuse from like partners or friends, you know, sexual abuse. Um, there's a lot of comorbid, you know, eating disorder stuff. There's a lot of stuff out there that our folks face and uh you know as I was talking to a human they said you know I tell people about you all the time I said you do he said yeah I said yeah we had a hell of a ride huh I've been working with you for three years now you're getting ready to graduate and it just feels good I said I used to be so busy and I used to hide this person not hide but I used to put them on my schedule during my lunch times uh, and they would always ask me why. I said, because I see something in you. Hmm. There's something about you that's special. And I think they liked it, but they also hated it because they didn't understand it. And how could you, right? You don't know what I know. You only know what you know. You only see yourself in your lenses, but I see you in a different lens. So fast forward two years, right? The human goes into group therapy and they end up teaching people in group therapy and, and showing people the light and telling them to have hope and this and that. And they took the teachings from me and, and helped it others, other younglings get hope. Because mm -hmm. the therapist can tell you stuff and maybe you'll listen, maybe you won't. 
But when a person does, an actual person that's in your shoes, a younger person or whatever, a client, and they're mm-hmm. like, man, this shit works if you trust the steps, man. If you do what they're saying, like it, it works. Like You can get on the other side of this depression or whatever the issue is. And to see this person, you know, I, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't think they were going to make it at times, uh, physically. Um, and to see them make it because me like hustling and, and, and maneuvering things to make sure that they got the, the help that they needed, the medicine that they needed because no one wanted to touch the case because it's bullshit ass eating disorders. You know, mm-hmm. so I had to work things to this person can get anxiety meds and then they got it and then things start getting better. They start eating and then they figure out all the medical things. And I'm like, let's go. We got some wins. And they come mm-hmm. back and they say, I'm just so happy that I got to work with you. I just smiled at the kid. I'm like, me too, kid. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, it's amazing to see when people are ready and they want to change. how much belief Ted Lasso stuff, like how much belief can push someone to actually want to live. Right. Now they have a good life and things are solid. You know, they got shit. We all got shit. So right. They're still talking to me here and there. It's just wonderful to see that when you're ready and someone's got your back, sky's the mm-hmm. limit. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just got to find someone that might be neurodivergent to have your back. That will put up with some of your shit and that will confront you, but also let you loop and spiral at times. Mm-hmm. And we'll watch you struggle and struggle and struggle with some of the issues that you have, but won't judge and we'll be patient. Because this shit takes time. Eating issues among our people take time. Depression takes time. It's nice to get a win. And today I got a big win with a wonderful human that's way better than me and you. Uh and it's not just me. I'm not crazy because the other therapist seen it too. And he's like, man, this person's fucking awesome. I said, ain't they? She goes, Nas, I'm afraid you keep hyping me up too much to all these. Every time you introduce me to someone, I ain't hyping you up too much. I'm telling people the truth. Logic. It's logic. My autistic ass, I ain't nice. You always think I'm nice. You're too nice. I hope you fall. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. You have your moments, but uh, I do. Won't say you're a nice person. No, I do. I do, <laughs> I do have asshole. my moments. I do have my moments where I'm like, oh. That's why I think our friendship works because we're both can be assholes. such assholes. Yep. We can be not, we can be really nice if we want to to the oh, certain yeah. people. We're really, just assholes. <laughs> yeah, assholes, and it comes off as you know, it comes off as funny, and yeah. I just wanted to share that, that someone that I teased and helped and supported, you can get to the mm. other side, no matter how deep that spiral is, no matter how much people don't understand you, no matter how bad the friendships are. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had to work on everything to make mm. sure they weren't getting used and abused by just friends economically. Right. Everything. We started from zero. And now they are going to be the badass that they were meant to be. And I think Sabine's on the same path. Been through a lot of shit. Needs a little bit of guidance. Needs a soca in there. Needs a needs Huang, 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 yeah. Hwang. Um, you just need people to have your back, even in the worst misery or sadness. So I wanted to leave people with that: is that there is 
a light at the end of the tunnel. You just got to have faith in yourself. And we got to see, I don't know what makes you ready, but we just got to see what it is and make that shit work. Um, and don't take on. things too personal. Yeah. And I think it's, sometimes people need to know that they need to work harder than others. And um, whether, whether whatever it is, whether it's therapy, whether it's just life in general, sometimes you just have to, some people get the talent, get everything and it, everything comes to them other times you have to really work for it if you really want it so yeah. and as i told a young gentleman i said you know you can hate these other people all you want for getting the things that mm -hmm. you were supposed to have mm -hmm. so you hate privileged people or you hate these people that are blessed but said all you're doing is working you're at one of the best you know all this stuff your life is actually really good and you're mm -hmm. going to provide for your kids and bless them the same thing i used to think you're going to bless them and so what you're going to hate your kids because they're privileged they're blessed Think about what you're saying. Right. Think about this hatred that is in you for these other people. And yet all you want to do is provide that for your kids. You're going out backwards. I remember when I got checked on the same thing. I started letting go of a lot of that bullshit hatred and comparison. And I, I didn't get this. I didn't get that. Don't get it twisted. I'm winning a lot of these games with my hands tied behind my back uh, compared to other folks. but. Mm -hmm. You can't think about it too much. Makes you too angry. Mm -hmm. Makes you too angry. And Sabine is uh, very angry because she's very hurt. So is Ahsoka. Um, mm -hmm. That's why they act all stoic and tough and shit. With a robot, you know, he's just doing his thing, you know? Logical. It's called wise mind versus the logical mind. Or well, wise mind is the logical part and then the emotional part. Sometimes we dip too far into the emotions. So we need to be a little bit more logical. You want to meet in the middle, a.k.a. it's the wise man. The, the Yoda man. The Yoda man. The Yoda, it's the green man. <laughs> green mind. The green mind. I almost said green mind. <laughs> hey, hey, this is your co-host Spencer, and I'm bringing you a special message from our collaborator, Silver Dollar Candles. They have great sense to go with great messages, just like best dad ever. True crime and chill. And my personal favorite, when this candle is lit, give me that dick. You can also make your own candle and message that fits you. So go use our link in our link tree to get your order placed with Silver Dollar Candles today. I don't want that one. <laughs> we don't want that depressive ass movie here. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I hit all the topics I wanted to hit. Um, okay. I thought it was just a wonderful scene about a therapeutic yeah. intervention. A robot that was very neurodivergent and Sabine that suffers from a lot of issues. What I think a lot of our clients do or a lot of our folks listening is if you're paying attention to this shit, you have the ability in the story arc to keep moving forward even in the face of the horrible stuff or you can shut your heart out. Mm-hmm. But you got to keep moving forward. You got to open your heart up. You got to keep believing and, 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 and expressing and living instead of just existing. Mm. But, hey, but teach his own. Do that when you're ready. Yeah. Because sometimes you just need to sit in the sad shit. Sometimes mm -hmm. you just need to sit. So I think with that, let's, let's get our opinions on the show so far. We're, for me, I'm three episodes in. For you, you're two. Um so I'll say doesn't 
I, like so far i feel like the show isn't like an ahsoka show feels like it feels like the rebels show yep. you know and it, and it's fine but at the same time i'm like what just call it rebels live action i don't know i don't think um, that would sell as much as ahsoka but yeah i, I know yeah I know it doesn't sell, but it just it doesn't feel like Ahsoka is like the the main person in the show. It's like uh, feels yeah, feels like Sabine's the main person of the show, and and that's fine. But you know, I I want to see more Ahsoka because she's a badass. But and I understand we've seen a lot of Ahsoka obviously through all of the different like cartoons and things like that. We know her story. Um, but and and we're only three episodes in so far um yeah. so uh and i wish the episodes were longer sometimes they feel a bit too short sometimes you know and that's disney plus shows in general yeah yeah disney plus shows they always feel just way too short um not enough episodes not long enough um at some point they need to get into like hour-long episodes um I don't know when, but they should because I think that's when people will be like, this is top tier right here. And that really makes you get into the show. Like hour-long show, that means you're invested. I don't need to invest in a 30-minute show for some people, right? Um, But I think it's good. Um, I can't wait to see where they go with it. Um, I have no idea, no idea where they're going to go. I can't wait to see Grand Admiral Thrawn that's gonna be terrifying. Dope. He's one of the yes. few people that give me the creeps and the goose. Every yeah. time I hear him, see him, and hear his music, I get goosebumps. Yeah, and he—it's the same voice actor as Rebels. So, dude is terrifying. He's gonna—he's gonna kill it. I know he's gonna kill it. Dude so. is legit terrifying. I cannot yeah. wait to be scared shitless. Yeah, um, and I hope we get to see. And I think in the previews we saw a little bit of Anakin in there, so. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll get some Anakin slash um, some flashbacks because Darth Vader is technically dead. So Yeah, flashbacks, yep. yep. Same, I, I think it's good. You asked me the other day and I didn't know how to respond. You're like, how do you think? I'm like, you know, it's good. You're like, huh? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I don't know what to say. Like, I like everything. But, you know, yeah. it, let's see what happens. I know it's starting off a little slow. Uh, I think it's yeah. fine. I love seeing the actors. I love Sabine. Um, yeah. I love the general. I mean, there's just so much death and loss in Rebels. You know, it just it just feels a little empty because all the others aren't there. Uh, we'll see yeah. what happens. You know, I mean, me and you like Secret Evasion, and other people hated it. So, I mean, I don't I don't know. Know. other people are just everyone loves to hate shit. I'm like, let let's just like something for once. Like, can we just stop? And I'm not even on. Like, some people would be like, oh my gosh, it's so many women on a show. I don't give a fuck. That's fine. I don't care. As long as you have great characters, don't care. Character and it's Dave writing. Filoni who's did the same characters as Rebel. Same guy who wrote it, yep. directed it. So I trust it. I'm just waiting to see how it ends because sometimes in a lot of these Disney Plus shows, the ending just sucks. <laughs> They're sucky endings. So I'm like, where is it going to go? Where are we doing with this? Come where on. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Let's We'll see. I, uh, yeah, I didn't realize it. There is a lot of women in the show. I, uh, I'm just, I mean, to me, it's just, I'm like watching Rebels and fuck, all the dudes died. So, I mean, I know. 
They also keep sacrificing themselves. They really if did. You, They're like, you know what? Let's sacrifice ourselves for these women. You know, if you want to see some good men, you wonder. Women wonder why there ain't no good men because we all we all did. Yep, we just sacrifice ourselves. <laughs> Left with these shitty ass guys in here, all sits. Ain't yeah. nobody shitty selfish guys. Selfish guys left. That's how you know. Uh, yeah. I kind of wish that um, what's his face who died. Um, Blind, blind guy, dude. yeah. Uh, I love Kanan. when he died, Kanan. Yeah, I I kind of hope they have like a little flashback. That'd be cool. Appreciation, uh, appreciation for him. Maybe Freddie Prince Jr. would play him since he played the voice actor. That'd be cool. But I think he was already like, yeah, no, Kanan's dead. Don't, yeah, don't don't anticipate it. Yes, I cried during that scene when he died. That was tough, man. That was tough. And that's the thing, though, right? It's like these cartoons, they know how to pull the emotions from these cartoons. They know how to pull the heartstrings. The last two, last season of Rebels was like probably one of the best like animations I've ever seen. Mm, it was good. Like cartoons, not anime, because that's a whole other thing, but cartoon wise, one of the best. Yep. I agree. I agree. Then, anytime it's Star Wars, there's going to be so much mental training. Yeah, there's so much mental game uh, and meta stuff in it. That's why I love Star Wars. There's so much meta in it that it's yeah. wonderful for someone like me to watch because you can use it to help others or to train mm-hmm. yourself. You can. Yeah. And that's where I think we kind of got lost with the the sequels a little bit. They they've kind of forgot that meta shit. They forgot it, and they were kind of going for a little bit too. Um, not out there, but they're going for a little too obvious, right? They're like, oh, we have this planet with gamblers. Let's destroy it with horses and stuff. Bring rise up the people. You're like, what's going on? Y'all here? dumb as hell. That's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I remember going on the internet, people were like, they'll just rebuild it. <laughs> they'll just grab all those horses that they had trained and bring them back. Yeah. <laughs> you did nothing. Did nothing, yeah, and that's why that meta shit is so great because you can really feel it, but at the same time, you don't need to have something literally right there in front of your face. Mm-hmm. You could really think about it. That's that why was, I love. that was the cool thing with me with a lot of the Ray stuff and the and the new generations of Star Wars because mm-hmm. there was yeah. a lot of like mental game stuff, and then you know, mm-hmm. oh my god, I just forgot his name. Is it Obi Wan? It's a, no, it's not. No, Luke Skywalker. There we go. Sky, sorry, Luke Skywalker. Right, he's doing a lot of mental stuff, and there's a lot of mm-hmm. that that ghost. What's that ghost Jedi thing? What's it called? Force ghost. Force ghost. There's just a lot of that mental stuff that's going on uh, with Ray and with some of the other characters too. I still enjoyed that in the series. But, you know, I'm not talking about like the actual storylines. Those were weird. Yeah, the, yeah, the storylines were weird. Man. That whole movie, man. I can do it. Yeah, I love so Force Awakens. I love Force Awakens. I could not do whatever Last Jedi. Or the f- what was the last, last one? I know everyone hated the last, last one. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, because the storyline was so weird. And then Palpatine's alive. They're like, how's Palpatine alive still? <laughs> I think every character. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> but we're getting you know, it was we're fun. doing our nerdy thing right now. Sorry, people. But yeah, so we, we can close out. 
but yeah we'll close out on the nerdiness um i love this Jedi therapy suck scene. Ass. um i love the therapy scene with sabine i love that robot i feel like I mean, a lot of folks can identify with that robot and just because yes. you're on the spectrum doesn't mean that you can't drop wisdom or help someone change their life I'm yes there you go so with that thank you everybody for joining us today on our nerdgasm of a show um <laughs> giggity. <laughs> giggity giggity um thank you so much uh go check out all of our great collaborators named them before go onto our link tree they're right there you can get discount all that stuff um and then also go check out our merch we have great stuff in there and uh check out the ahsoka series um if you like star wars you're gonna like this yep. so yeah go check it out um and with that i'm spencer that's nice this is a different spectrums podcast all right people much love and remember take care of yourself or don't hopefully you're ready that's up to you nerd i tried to throw it in there you know what i'm saying to the show stick to the show oh my god <laughs>